Welcome to Dead Pilot Society, the show that takes comedy pilots from A-list writers that were sold and developed at networks and streamers but never produced, and gives them the table reads they never got a chance to have. I'm Andrew Reich, the creator and host of Dead Pilot Society, and we have got a dead pilot for you that is just pure fun. It was written and acted by three friends who were clearly having the best time, both writing this and performing it for you. And uh, I think that, that good time is pretty infectious. The pilot's called Thrupple, and it was written by Richie Keen, Lindsey Kraft, and Andrew Leeds. So Richie, Lindsey, and Andrew are all true Hollywood hyphenates. Uh, Richie Keen started as an actor, but has gone on to an extremely successful directing career. He directed the movie Fist Fight uh, and just tons of TV, including... Over a dozen episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Just tons of shows. Uh, Lindsay Kraft's credits as an actor include Grace and Frankie and Getting On. You've seen her in tons of other stuff. She's written some great pilots in addition to this one. And so is Andrew Leeds, who you would know as an actor from Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, or as Henry Winkler's son on Barry, or as Steve Carell's son on The Patient. He's very good at playing sons. So the three of them, uh, Lindsay, Richie, and Andrew, are friends, and they wrote this incredibly charming pilot about their friendship. I think you're going to really enjoy this one. Uh, Our cast, well, the three leads were played by our three writer-creators. They were joined by a couple of other actor-slash-showrunners. This episode is just chock-full of hyphenates. Uh, We had Gloria Calderon-Kellett and Jay Lacopo. We also had India de Beaufort uh, from the smash hit show that is supposedly single-handedly bringing back multicams, Night Court. And rounding out the cast, our beloved Dead Pilots regular, Mujan Zolfagari. Um, it was really fun to see Richie and Lindsay and Andrew's faces during the read. If you want to see that too, uh, become a Max Fun member. Go to MaximumFun.org slash join. All right, enjoy Thrupple after a brief message. I'm Jordan Morris. And I'm Jesse Thorne. On Jordan Jesse Go, we make pure, delightful nonsense. We rope in awesome guests. And bring them down to our level. We got stupid with Judy Greer. My friend Molly and I call it having the space weirds. Pat Oswalt. Can I get a Balrog burger and some Aragorn fries? Thank you. And Kumail Nanjiani. I've come back with cat toothbrushes, which is impossible to use. Come get stupider with us at MaximumFun.org. Look, your podcast app's already open. Just pull it out. Give Jordan Jesse Go a try. Being smart is hard. Be dumb instead. All right, folks, I'm here with Richie Keen, Lindsey Kraft, and Andrew Leeds. Welcome to all of you. Why am uh, I nervous? Why am I nervous to read this? <laughs> <laughs> well, you've probably you haven't read it before, right? You haven't you haven't really no, seen yeah, it. Yeah, because it got yeah. turned it got turned in, of course, at the very last minute, and so you know, there's never you know there's never any time to to do the things that you're like, oh, you know, we'll, we'll get it done early, and then we'll do like a table read with our friends, and then we'll rewrite it. It's like no, never, no, the franticness it never no. allows for that. But why don't you tell uh, folks a little bit about what we're about to hear? Well, Andrew well, I mean, said to me one day, um, <laughs> you're going to turn 40 and have nothing to show for it. I, I, just, remember, I just remembered that. And I was like, fuck. I didn't, say, just, it. <laughs> I didn't say that exactly. Well, I said a version. Of it. We, so we, we, well, we all went out to ice cream at this new place. That many, ta- many times. We lived two blocks away from each other. I had just gone through a, a breakup. 
we would go out to ice cream all the time. And we ended up having a conversation one night that was so compelling that Lindsay went home and wrote it down and we decided to turn it into a short film. And that short film, I still don't understand how Salt and Straw allowed us to film in there. <laughs> They've never asked to see it. Never asked to read the script, never asked to For see free. it. Um, we were there in the middle of the night, but um, we but made they put a short their, film. They put their employees there for free. It was crazy. We bought ice cream. Yeah, we bought a lot of ice cream. We're going to put a link to that up. short film uh, up in the show notes, by the way, because the great. short film is great. But anyway, continue. Well, that short film ended up selling to NBC. Uh, they were nice enough uh, at the time to say, we'd love you to write star and direct a, a version of this which you know for us we couldn't believe it we had just made a short film as you know friends and uh and then of course uh ultimately um didn't make it <laughs> so, uh, so here we are so at, at every pitch meeting we brought um salt and straw ice cream in like a frozen one of their frozen bags and that was like the hardest part of the pitching because we had to like time it right to make sure that the, the ice cream would have melt. melt that's right that's we right. also knew we were like, no one's going to watch the short if we send it in advance. So what we would do is we'd go into the room, we'd turn on the short, we'd hand them the ice cream, we'd turn on the short and leave. We knew it was exactly X amount of minutes and seconds. And we're like, hey guys, worst case scenario, you're going to have some ice cream. Mm -hmm. If you don't like this, if you do like it, we'll tell you about what we think the series is. <laughs> And uh, and I, I don't I don't think the ice cream ever helped us though. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't. It was we we had like a special bag to make sure it wouldn't melt. I don't think it. I think it was probably just not. But I do love watching people open gifts that I buy them. So that was like really enjoyable. Every single meeting, I got to watch that happen. I'd be like, did I like the flavor? Did I like so the, the last, show? The last thing I will say is, and correct me if I'm wrong, Andrew Lindsay. I think almost everything in both the short and the pilot either happened or are just a slight variation on what happened. I mean, this yeah. thing you're going to hear with the bag, with the uh, cleaning person, with the, the person Andrew works with, it's all real. And <laughs> and so I, it, that's what's actually stunning when you listen to the pilot. <laughs> the, other, the other thing I'll just go, just to go circle back to, I, <laughs> so so after we had, we, we'd gone to Salt and Straw, we had waited in this long line. And we were sitting in the car, and I think on the way home, we uh, Richie was probably dropping us off. He would often drive, uh, and we were. I remember being in the back seat, and we were talking about this, and like, oh, what if we shot something, and we did this whole thing, and and we just wrote down a couple of like ideas, and then like the next day, Lindsay goes, so when are you going to write that? And I was like, I don't. Well, I'm not going to write that. Like you write that. She's like, I'm not going to write it. You write it. And then I, that's when I I remember she was lying in bed and I came out of the bathroom. I was like. You're gonna be forty one day. One day. This is like. This was like. This is like. She was only like thirty two. I was like, you're gonna be forty, and what are you gonna have to show for it? You write it. And then she sat down, and the next day she handed me like a seventeen page thing, and then we Crushed read it. it. No, anyway. Wow. Crushed it. You've got a. You got a future as a life coach. All yeah. right. We will. We will get more into all of this uh, in the longer interview. Let's let's get into it. This is Thrupple, the pilot written by Richie Keene, Lindsay Craft and Andrew Leeds. Act one, we're at the San Diego Hilton. We're in the pool area of this family hotel. Parents lounge on deck chairs, kids run around. The camera soon catches up with Richie, Lindsay, and Andrew, who are headed somewhere wearing bathing suits and t-shirts. Lindsay and Richie carry inner tubes. Andrew carries a beach bag. Around his neck, he wears a plastic case that carries money and his iPhone. You guys, we're back. 
We're doing it's it. It's just the three of us, you know. Our annual weekend getaway. Hey, can, can I tell you guys something? The sun is shining. I'm single again. We're about to hit a lazy river at a two-star family hotel. I, I'd, say, I'd say three stars, probably. I don't think so, but I love the energy. This is how it should be. It's how it should be. Got to find us one more tube. I'm happy to pay the $10. Absolutely not. No, no, no. We will not let this hotel take advantage of us. Richie, do you realize we haven't had quality time with you in like two years? It was tough with Katie. I know. She never really fit in. Never felt like part of the group. We hated her. All good. She hated you too. That is so rude. What? You, you just said you hated her. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> they arrive at the tube rental shack and get in line. Lindsay notices that Andrew is texting and she's not happy. I bet you anything that's his boss. This has been going on for a year. You, you think that I like this? I have to reply or she gets hostile. It's the weekend. What could be so pressing in the restaurant health inspection industry? Lindsay snatches Andrew's phone and reads, What do you call a donkey with three legs? What? A wonky. That's not funny. I hate that. It's, I hate yeah, it's not her best. You wrote back LOL times 10. Yeah, because I'm a really nice guy. You're encouraging her, Andrew. This is why she keeps texting you. See, Richie gets it. Man, we missed you. Andrew takes the phone back and they move forward in line. So why exactly did Katie hate me? And then nothing specific, just a sort of vague, all-encompassing dislike. That is shocking. I'm in shock right now. The woman barely knew me. Yeah, all she did was talk about herself, but we couldn't get a word in. She was a conversation hijacker. I can't argue with that. For the last two years, I've said very little. And she wouldn't share you. She wouldn't share anything, not even a table steak. Well, now I have to call her. I have to clear the air. Clear the air? You're never going to see her again. Well, I don't feel good knowing there's someone out there who doesn't like me. Makes me very uneasy. They step up to the counter and a cute woman stands behind it. She has several tattoos. Hi there. Hi. Uh, we would love a tube. That'll be $10. Uh, you know, um, it's, uh, it's actually our honeymoon. Congratulations. No, I only mention it because I, I don't know if you guys do anything like, special for honeymooners, like, I don't know, like give out free tubes or something. You brought your friend on your honeymoon? Oh, yeah. We take Richie everywhere. He's our main guy. I'm their main guy. So how'd you meet your main guy? It's just, it's just you have like, you have so many tubes. Just, they're just sitting back there. So whenever you know? Andrew and I fly, we always book a window in an aisle. And this one time we got stuck on the tarmac for 10 hours and... I was their middle seat. Everyone else was angry, annoyed. We were having the time of our lives. We, we were actually bummed when we finally landed in LA. You know when you meet someone and they just feel like family? That's how it was with Richie. So a, a free tube, it just seems like a, a good way for the hotel to celebrate us. You know, it seems like that would be fun. I, I'm so, so sorry about him. Have a great day. Lindsay drags Andrew away. Richie shrugs and smiles at the woman as he too departs. I don't like that. I don't like pretending it's our honeymoon. I don't like it either. Every year we do this and every year you guys complain. Except for the last few years when Katie wouldn't let you come. And yet you guys don't complain about free chocolate covered strawberries they give us, so. I, I don't mind that part. You guys, oh, you guys remember the honeymoon we did in Big Bear three years ago? Now that was a good honeymoon. Mm. I just, I don't like the lying, Andrew. Oh, come on, you lie all the time. Maybe the real reason Lindsay doesn't like it is because it's not your actual honeymoon and yet you've been living together for six years. Oh my God, sweetie. Is that what's bothering you? Well, I'm not saying I want to be married, but I guess it does kind of make me think about why we're not. I, I get that. But, you know, you did eat most of those strawberries. I'm just, just saying. 
And, and Lindsay, Andrew doesn't even like strawberries. The only reason he does this is because you do. I never thought of it like that. See, this is why we need you, Richie. Lindsay puts an arm around Andrew's shoulder and gives him a big kiss on the cheek. They all arrive at the Lazy River. Ah, look at that Lazy River. She looks real nice. Real lazy. What'd you guys think of that tube girl? Her tattoos were very alluring. No way. Not approved. No. Well, why isn't she approved? For one, she didn't seem charmed by our origin story. Yeah, also she, she doesn't know how to treat people on their honeymoons. And let's be honest, you're not ready to start anything new. I'm fine. Don't forget, I'm the one who dumped Katie. Yeah, after she cheated on you. Regardless, I'm I went out on top. <laughs> it's just it's just we thought we'd have a little more time where it was just the three of us, yeah. you know? I, I hear you, but I got to get back out there. I got moves to make. But you, you always pick the wrong women. No no one, you know, who really has the goods to be the perfect fourth, you know? Look, you look. You clearly have personal beef with this tube girl. And I get it. But don't worry. It's not even going to be a thing. Well, that's what you said about Katie. We thought that was going to last two weeks tops. And then we got burned. I mean, do we tell him about Jen? He's already making moves. We got to stay ahead of this. Okay, okay, okay. So look, Lindsay has this hot yoga teacher, right? I like that. I like that a lot. She's a yoga teacher and she's hot? No, hot yoga. So technically she's my hot, hot yoga teacher. And she's become a friend. We made the leap a few months ago. And it's going amazing. She's smart. She's funny. She has her own business. She is the perfect fourth. You sure you're ready? Guys, I hear you and I see you. And let me tell you something, I'm back. This is going to be great. <laughs> Lindsay grabs her phone in a waterproof case from the beach bag and texts. Andrew takes off his shirt and turns to Richie. You're not going to take off your shirt? Yeah, you know, while emotionally I'm very ready, my body isn't totally there yet. Come on, Richie. We don't judge. Yeah, pretty sure you do. And one thing I know, never show a fool half a job. That's insulting. You know what? You don't, you don't think we're smart enough to see your body and imagine what it could be? Two! Two! Andrew flails into the river and moves quickly for a free tube. When he gets there, he sees a little seven-year-old girl nearby. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Is this, is this your tube? They cost money. Rent your own. Okay. All right. You don't have to yell at me. Andrew swims back to Richie and Lindsay, who have gotten in the lazy river and are floating in their tubes, not moving. Did I tell you I have a cleaning man now? Game changer. You have a maid? Live in large. Yeah. 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 Laird is my one real luxury in life. Once a month, I come home and my place smells like the ocean. Also, he's not a maid. Yeah, Andrew. He's a male maid. A male maid? He's a cleaning man. Well, whatever Laird is, I'd love to get his info. Oh, I don't share my cleaning man. Oh, we're family. We share everything. Not this, we don't. Then why'd you tell me about it? It's just really excited. They turn to see Andrew in the water, texting. Kids float by. Is that your boss again? What are we doing here? Uh, she wants to know my top 10 favorite Billy Joel songs. Don't, do not, do not tell her that. That is personal information. Come on, Andrew, you're giving her an all-access pass. She's not VIP. That's right. I'm the VIP. Uh, enough's enough. No more texting after hours. Just be honest with her. Oh, so I can tell her the truth, that Lindsay's not comfortable with it? No way! Then she won't like me. She already doesn't like you. She wishes you didn't exist. She doesn't like me? Well, now I have to call her. I have to clear the air. Okay, fine, fine, I'll do it. I'll get her to stop texting and I'll make sure she likes you, don't worry. Two, two! Andrew moves quickly for a free two. Richie turns to Lindsay. You know what? You're setting me up with Jen. I'm giving you Laird. For real, Richie? This is my dream. It's your dream not to clean? 
It really is. Okay, but you better promise not to tell anyone. He is so good and so cheap. Let, let, let me tell you about this guy. He's not doing this on his way to something else. He is passionate about cleaning. I, I can't have the word getting out. Andrew paddles back to them on a tube. Richie gave me Laird. Oh, I hope he likes me. Should I act like myself? Maybe. I want things to be really organized when he comes. So, sweetie, you got to take my old stuff to the thrift store. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't go to thrift stores. It's too many germs. Germs? Do you have any idea what you're floating in right now? Come on. Every time I try to sell my old stuff, I leave crying. Those people look at my clothes like they're garbage. Oh, boy. <laughs> got a text back from Jen. Totally, Linz. I'm so down. I love that she called me Linz. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, so wh uh, what did you write her? Uh, I said, I, I told my friend Richie about you and he was giddy. Can you read that back to me, please? Yeah. I told my friend Richie about you and he was giddy. Giddy? Okay, well, it's over. I can't go out with this girl now. But what are you talking about? Lindsay, you don't get it. I'm all mojo. That's all I have. I am a slightly above average looking guy. And wow. I can't emanate my magic energy from inside when I know all this girl is thinking about is how giddy I am. That is so dumb. What am I supposed to tell her now? This could completely derail my friendship with her. Lindsay, how could you take me seriously? How can I take you seriously? You said you were ready. I totally am. Andrew and I would both marry this woman. We would leave each other tomorrow if given the opportunity. All right, fine, I'll do it. There he is. There's my Richie. There I am. You know, if I'm being honest with myself, this lazy river is it's a little too lazy. It's like barely moving. Yeah. River that's supposed to be lazy. It's the people in it. Oh. Oh, then I guess this is going great. And the three of them sit stationary in the lazy river as children swim by and we cut to black. End of act one. Act two, there's an establishing shot of Taroni restaurant. It's early evening. Cars pass by this trendy Italian restaurant as the sun sets. We hear Richie off camera. So, so before we go any further, I just need to know. Inside Taroni, Richie sits at the bar. Next to him, we find Jen. Beautiful, fun, and feisty. She has a strangely enormous red leather purse on her lap. It comes up to her chin. Are you cool basically being in a relationship with three people? Because that's what it's going to be. Well, I mean, they won't be around for any of the sexy stuff, right? They definitely won't be around for the sexy stuff, but they will probably hear about it. <laughs> okay, well, I get that. Just don't give away any of my signature moves. Signature moves? <laughs> well, don't get giddy now. I knew that would come back to bite me. <laughs> An embarrassed Richie can't help but laugh too. I feel like I just turned the color of your bag, uh, which, by the way, is enormous. Let, let, let me get that for you. Oh, a, a somewhat hesitant Jen hands Richie the purse, and he hangs it on the hook below the bar. Meanwhile, in Lindsay and Andrew's apartment in the kitchen, Laird, 50s and professional, scrubs the counter. Lindsay lingers nearby, nervous to interrupt. Um, Laird, would it also be possible to maybe do the fridge? And also, I, I don't know, I... Like maybe the windows or... Sometimes it's better if people aren't home when I clean. Laird's cold formality sends Lindsay into a tailspin. Oh, <laughs> I hope you know, I think that you're doing great. I, I was literally just wondering, where did this man learn to clean so good? Like, does it run in your family? Was your father also My a mailmaid? My father was a math teacher. <laughs> 
Laird shakes his head annoyed and continues cleaning. Same time in the parking garage, Andrew and his boss Mona walk to their cars. Mona is 45, bold and super flirty. We can't text anymore? Why can't we text anymore? I, it's, it's just, it's really embarrassing. It's okay. Talk to Mona. Well, uh, so we've, we've had to cut some costs. And yeah, the, the first thing to go was obviously the cell phone plan. So now I only get, you know, 100 texts a month. But we love texting each other. Sometimes I reread our exchanges and I just burst out laughing. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the, the, uh, the good news, though, is that I have a, a little present for you from Lindsay. He opens his car door and pulls out a plastic bag full of clothes. He hands it to Mona and she starts rifling through. Just like some really trendy, barely worn clothes that she thought you would look great in. A jumper from Topshop? How cool of her. What a thoughtful gesture. Well, you know, she really well, likes Well, I her. really like her, too. I'm going to tell her you said that. At Taroni, later that night, the date winds down. Richie and Jen are clearly both smitten. All right, that settles it. Double date with Andrew and Lindsay on Friday. And you'll take my class on Thursday. Andrew reaches under the bar for Jen's purse. You know, my only concern is how will it affect my butt? Because right now I have the perfect balance going between tone oh. and lift. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> he hands her the purse and her smile turns to concern. Oh, no. Uh what? What is it? What's the matter? Richie looks. There's a one-inch tear on the leather handle. Oh, my goodness. Did I do that? Uh, well, I, I mean, it, it wasn't there before. I, I just I just hung it on... Uh, hmm. uh, you know what? Uh, don't worry. I'll, I'll take care of it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Gosh, that is a relief. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a designer purse. So. It definitely looks nice. Yeah, yeah, it was $3,000. You're walking around with a $3,000 bag? Mm-hmm. I appreciate you taking care of it. Oh, you are such a sweetheart. <laughs> the next day, we're in Richie's one-bedroom cottage in the living room. It's simple and neat. Andrew, Lindsay, and Richie stare at the big red purse. I'm not sure about this girl. What kind of person shows up to drinks with a $3,000 purse? The perfect fourth. That's who. I really don't think I did it. But you touched it. Why did you touch it? How did you touch it? Were, were, you, were you rough with it? No, I wasn't rough with it. I just, I hung it on a hook. A hook that's four purses. It was beveled. What's beveled? That sounds bad. Beveled is good. It means the, the, uh, the edges are rounded. Does Jen know it was beveled? Is she pissed at me? I need to clear the air. My friendship with her is very important, Richie. You know I don't have, like, any female friends. Wait, are we sure that Jen knows what beveled means? I got a leather guy, Willie, okay? We'll, we'll be in and out for under 100. Does my, does my breath, sorry. I got a leather guy, Willie. We'll be in and out for under 100. Does my breath smell like tuna fish? Yes. That's weird. I haven't had tuna in, like, three weeks. You know the craziest part? The only thing inside of this purse was a smaller purse. The big purse wasn't even necessary. Unless maybe the smaller purse is even more expensive and she's using the big one to protect it. We like this girl. You like this girl. The double date better happen. Stop screwing around. It's, it's fine, okay? I'm fixing the purse. I'm just saying I shouldn't have to because I didn't do it. Except maybe you did. Except maybe I did. Yeah. I'm an idiot. No, Richie. No, no. You're a smart guy. Hey, I bet you did great on your SATs. I did all right. Andrew's phone oh. dings and he looks at it. 
I did so bad. I took it three times and I cheated and I still went to a state school. Unbelievable. She's still texting. And there's a picture. <clears throat> is that, is she wearing my jumper? Yes. Yes, in fact, she is. I told her you were such a fan that you wanted her to have your own clothes. Are you serious? I am. Now she really likes you and I didn't have to go to the thrift store. I killed two birds with one stone. You get me those clothes back. Yeah, looks like there's another bird. Okay, so you'd be fine with a stranger wearing your clothes, but not Mona. Nothing to do with that. I just decided that I want my clothes back. Look, Andrew, yeah. the issue is that Mona can't be wearing clothes that were on Lindsay's body. It's way too intimate. Oh, crap. Andrew stands there, shaking his head in despair. Uh, <clears throat> 1240. What? What's that? That's what I got on my SATs. Oh, wow. That's... That's, for you. that's great. That's really yeah. Good. Wow. It's a good score. Wild Grain. I love talking about Wild Grain. I'm telling you, this service is a revelation. Wild Grain is the first ever Bake From Frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Every item in the box bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. And to kick off the year, Wild Grain is offering delicious products such as an ancient grain sourdough loaf and fresh artisan fettuccine pasta. Actually, last night, I had a spelt sourdough loaf. I think that's what they're talking about in this ad copy when they say ancient grain sourdough loaf because spelt is indeed an ancient grain. Had it for dinner last night. So good. These breads are as good as the best loaf that you're gonna get from the best bakery in your town. Uh, and I don't think I've talked about the cookies yet. I got cookies in my last box. They were incredible. Uh, I got some biscuits too. I haven't tried those yet. I will let you know. You're going to love this. I'm telling you. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box. Plus, free croissants in every box. The croissants, man, the croissants are so good. When you go to wildgrain.com slash deadpilots to start your subscription. So you heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash deadpilots. That's wildgrain.com slash deadpilots. Or for some reason, if that doesn't work, go to wildgrain.com. I think I'm salivating thinking about uh, wildgrain. Uh, you can just go to wildgrain.com and use the promo code deadpilots at checkout. Please, just do this. Hi, I'm Hal Loveland. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. And we're the hosts of We Got This with Mark and Hal, the weekly show where we settle the debates that are most important to you. That's right. What arguments are you and your friends having that you just can't settle? Apples or oranges? Marvel or DC? Fork versus spoon. Chocolate or vanilla? Best bagel. What's the best Disney song? We Got This with Mark and Hal. Every week on Maximum Fun, we do the arguing so you don't have to. Oh, all answers are final for all people for all time. We got this. We're in Mona's office the next day. Andrew stands in front of Mona, who's behind her desk. And anyway, she she had one bag for you and another bag for the dry cleaning. The mailmaid switched them. Are you kidding me, Leeds? I oh, love oh, that no, stuff. You, you have no idea. No, the bag for you is even better. <laughs> Whatever. Come by tomorrow night. We'll do the exchange. And what about this mailmaid? Oh, oh, yeah. No, <laughs> Laird's amazing. I'll give you his info. Also, Mona. Mona. Still lots of texting going on. 
<laughs> I know. I couldn't no, resist. I, I, no, I get it. I get it. No, listen, I get it. I get it. But yeah. Look, 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 look. Wait, wait. How much are we talking about here? 10, 20 cents a text? Um, it's, actually, it's, it's actually 50 cents. Yeah. Mm. Well, this should buy me a solid hour. Mona pulls a 20 from her bra and tosses it to Andrew. We're in a leather store later that day. Richie, Andrew, and Lindsay stand at the counter. They're watching Willie, 75, small, weathered, and Russian, who is in the back corner of the shop examining Jen's purse. It's amazing that leather stores don't smell like cows. What is taking him so long? Hey, be cool, man. All right, it's my contact. Hey, you're doing great, Willie. Hey, so did Laird say anything about his experience with me? Look, I... I want to be straight with you, but you have to promise you won't say anything to Laird. Okay. I promise. He didn't like you. Oh, boy. I'm devastated. This is devastating. Lindsay, you Lindsay, you asked if his father was a cleaning man. You offended him. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait a second. Uh, how, how, I'm sorry, but how is that offensive? <laughs> well, I, I don't know exactly, but it feels very offensive. Would it be offensive if she asked if Laird's dad was a doctor? No, but a doctor is an impressive job. A cleaning man is, you know. See, that's offensive. Yeah, the reason you thought it was offensive is what's offensive. Now I'm offended. You're offended. I'm offended. I'm the most offended. Do you see how this has become awkward for me? That's why I didn't want to share a cleaning man. This is awful. I have to talk to him. I have to clear the air. All right, so we stop it with the air. You're obsessed with the air, and you promised. <laughs> Lindsay grunts in frustration. Willie brings the purse back over to the counter. All right, Willie. Yeah. What kind of deal you're kicking up for us? I wish I had deal for you, my friend. I'm sorry to say it, but this purse is unfixable. Well, okay. We tried. Tried? I mean, that's it? I given her $3,000. Richie, if Katie taught us anything, it's that we can't stay together if we have the wrong fourth. You have to take care of this. Oh my gosh, I just remembered. I did eat tuna fish yesterday. And off a of distraught Richie, we cut to black. That's the end of act two. Act three, we're in a goodwill later that day. Lindsay watches as a disgusted Andrew uses a hanger to pick through the clothes. <laughs> Richie has other things on his mind. This gen thing is a disaster. You realize what's at stake here, right? Yeah, a legit chunk of my net worth. I cannot believe I'm spending the day trying to find new old clothes for this woman. Do you realize how insane this is? This was your idea. Well, I hate it. So many smells. You know what I think? I think you have trust issues because of Katie. And I get it. You're scared you'll get hurt again. And so you're sabotaging this. Sabotaging this? It's $3,000 and I didn't tear the bag. Except maybe you did. Except maybe I did. I never should have put my friendship with Jen in your hands. We should have saved her for when you were ready. Richie throws his hands up in frustration as Andrew pulls a dress from the rack. Hey, look at this. This could work on Mona. Oh, yeah, that's nice. I'll take that. What? If I'm in your Bentley and I and I open the door and the bottom gets slightly scratched on the curb, am I buying you a new Bentley? I don't think so. Hey, first off, I'd never own a Bentley. Second, if I do own a Bentley, I'm not parking it on the street. Well, you're not going to valet it. That's a good point. Where am I going to park that Bentley? This is going wildly, of course. Just offer to replace it. I promise it won't cost you that much. Lindsay does the held head tilt of a wink, but closes both her eyes hard, confusing Richie. Andrew pulls a blazer off the rack. Nice, a blazer from J. Crew. Lindsay grabs it. 
Oh my God, I love that. Oh, come on, you're taking all the good stuff. What was that weird blinking thing you just did? It was a wink. Not really, uh, but why did you do it? Look, Jen told me something a few months ago, but she made me promise not to tell anyone. I'm not anyone, I'm me, I'm Richie. Fine. She has a purse guy. She has a purse guy? Get me his info. You don't need a purse guy. I like to have a guy for everything. So wait, so wait. Did she not pay full price? How much did she pay? $500. But you better keep that to yourself. Well, this changes everything. This I can work with. Lindsay takes a blouse out of Andrew's basket. You're making this impossible. I'm sorry, but I've always wanted to get into the vintage scene. So now's your moment? Today's the day you're making your move? It is. And it feels right. All right, I'm going to go with Andrew to do the exchange with Mona, see what's really going on there. I think that's a great idea. And since this Jen thing is really for all of us, would you maybe want to go in with me on the purse? Hmm. No, I don't think so. Interesting. Yeah, no thanks. No. The next day, we are in Lindsay and Andrew's apartment in the living room. <laughs> Lindsay is seated on the couch next to Laird. So if you don't want me to clean today, why am I here? Because... I think that you are amazing because the male maid is what keeps America going. The male maid and the math teacher. It's important work you both do. And so I would like to offer you a raise. Lindsay puts her hands together and does a small bow. Later that night in Mona's house, Richie in a Chicago Cubs hat and Andrew wait on the doorstep. Andrew holds the new bag of clothes. Have you ever combined an orange tic-tac with a white tic-tac? Why would I do that? Mona opens the door, holding the original bag of clothes. Hey, this is my, uh, my friend Richie. Well, hello, Richie. Great hat. Only one that looks good on me. Mm, I highly doubt that. Hi, I'm Mona. She holds Richie's eye contact for far too long. Wow, you are flirty. I am flirty. You say that like someone told you I was flirty. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I, did, I didn't say you are flirty. I said you are flirty. So, okay, so here's your new bag. Get excited. As Mona looks through the bag, Andrew silently scolds Richie with his eyes. Richie tries to apologize with his. <sighs> Lindsay wears this stuff? Like, for real? Uh, keep digging, keep digging. There's a, there's a great cardigan in there. Michael Kors. Gross. Lindsay thinks I would wear this junk? I mean, that's insulting. Hey, uh, you ever combine an orange Tic Tac with a white Tic Tac? You're adorable. Come in for a drink. I think I got all I need here. Sounds like someone wants to make that a rain check. <laughs> Richie looks at her half fascinated and half terrified. <laughs> the next day in Jen's yoga studio, Richie, Lindsay, and Andrew set out their mats and stretch. She's a one-way flirter. No regard for what is or isn't coming back at her. It's unacceptable. This is what I've been saying. Sorry, but I'm changing my position. This one isn't on Andrew. Thank you, Richie. Thank you. Are you serious? It's very hot in here. Yeah, it's hot yoga. Is it too hot? I feel irritated. Hey, can I go home? Jen comes in and they all enthusiastically wave to her. She smiles. We'll begin in downward dog. As they move into position, they whisper to each other. There she is. I mean, how great is she? She's amazing. She'll be fine with 350. That, that feels fair. What did, what did Mona say about the clothes? She said they were gross. Gross? 
Now she thinks I gave her gross clothes? You took all the good stuff for yourself. Hey, you really shot yourself in the foot there. This is a disaster. Jen comes over and adjusts Richie from behind. Trust me, out of shorts, this thing is like a marble statue. Jen smiles. Lindsay loves it and looks over to Andrew, who is curled up, asleep on his mat. In the lobby later, Jen stands near the counter with a very sweaty Richie. Unfixable. Wow. Uh, this is this this is awkward. <sighs> yeah, listen. It listen, listen. If I tore the bag, if I didn't tear the bag, you know, I, I want to help, but it's it's obviously to put a value on a bag that's been used. Well, sure, it's it's been used, but it's an investment piece. An investment piece? Yeah, like a painting or, or a first edition book. A nice purse can go up in value. This is how you're diversifying your portfolio? Look, how about $350? Well, I, I mean, it's a, it's a $3,000 bag. Right. It does retail at $3,000. I don't know. I suppose I, I, I could feel okay about this for $500. Later in Lindsay's car, she drives while Richie rides in the front seat. Andrew's in the back, really examining Jen's purse. I can't believe I gave her $500. I paid full price. Well, the purse was actually three grand, so. Eh, no, actually, it wasn't. But you don't know that. As far as you know, you got a deal. So we're all good now. Yeah. Yeah, congrats on the deal you just got, Richie. And congrats on your new purse. Look at this thing. Andrew's phone dings. He smiles and holds it up for everyone. <laughs> no need to ask. It's Mona. Just seeing what I'm up to. I give up. I mean, this is never going to end. I am really into this bag. It's a woman's purse. I'm really not seeing it that way. But then again, I'm very open-minded. She acted like she did me a favor. I, you know, I think that's what I love most about myself. I love that too. On the other hand, she did give really great adjustments. I was feeling... On the other hand, she did give really great adjustments. I was feeling things deep inside you guys, like things I've never felt. Richie, this purse thing was just a minor hiccup. We're moving forward. Moving forward. I'm excited. I honestly don't know how much more I can take of this Mona thing. Sweetie, I'm sorry. Like, I've done everything I can, sort of like quitting my job and changing my identity. Well, someone needs to do something. <sighs> you guys think I could pull off the name Jeff? At Mona's house later that day, she stands in her front doorway <laughs> holding the big red purse. Are you serious? This is so nice. We reveal that Richie is standing in front of her. Lindsay wanted you to have it. She felt bad about the clothing mix-up. Like the purse. Love the messenger. Oh, boy. Uh, but, you know, I actually wanted to talk to you about something. Can I come in for a minute? Mona steps aside as Richie heads into her house. An establishing shot of a downtown restaurant the next night. We hear Richie and Lindsay off camera. Those adjustments, the way you get in there. I mean, you're magic. Inside the restaurant, Andrew, Lindsay, Richie, and Jen are seated with their menus. Best nap of my life. We're doing it, you guys. Double date. Oh, this is so much fun. Hey, how about we order a table steak? Yes. Gotta do a table steak. <laughs> oh, what's a table steak? Uh, so we get a steak for the table, which means we all get some steak, but we also get the entree of our choice. Oh, uh, I'm getting the steak as my entree, so I think I'm going to pass. Andrew, Richie, and Lindsay all look a little thrown. Oh, oh, maybe Andrew wasn't clear. Uh, you get more things. You still get a good amount of steak, but... No, I got it. I'm just not into it. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Certainly. Yeah. Sure, sure, uh -huh. sure, sure. Uh-huh, yep. uh-huh. 
they go back to their menus and Jen leans over to Richie. Hey, so you think I can I can get my purse back tonight? Ha! You mean my purse? Oh. <laughs> yeah, but seriously though. But I gave you five hundred dollars. Mm, well, yeah, to to compensate for the tear, but you can't just take my purse. It is getting uncomfortable. I'd love to repitch the table stake idea. I think maybe Richie thought he was paying for the whole purse. Why would he think that? Is there a reason he would think that? There's really no downside to the table stake, but but we do need a consensus to make it work. Let's just say, like, <clears throat> Richie borrowed your car and he totaled it. Would you expect him to pay all the damage? Oh, no, not not the right analogy. Um, no, not quite it. That's no. missing the... <clears throat> wait, so wait, what, it, what I mean is, let's just say you're in your Bentley and you... So, okay. So you're in your Bentley... She's just not going to get that. My point is, is that Richie has been nothing but a perfect gentleman. He's gone out of his way to make this all work, but you're being impossible. And you know what? I don't care if you don't like me. And I will not be calling you tomorrow to clear the air. Lindsay, he got a $3,000 purse for $500. And so did you. Everybody at the table is shocked by Lindsay's admission. I told you that in confidence. You tell me something, you tell all of us. That's how it works. Jen stands and collects her stuff. Okay, know what? Keep the bag. You guys are weird, and your relationship is weirder. She storms away and then comes back. And here's a tip. Don't tell a girl you're giddy about her. It's desperate. And she's gone. Richie shoots a look to Lindsay. Okay. Point taken. No, that, that wasn't my point. My point was... He gets up and gives Lindsay a big hug. She wasn't the perfect fourth. I just really wanted her to be. No, I get, I get it. She had a lot to offer. But guys, the table stake? Exactly. Like, right? What wasn't she getting? In other news, I made out with Mona. Oh, that's why she hasn't texted me all night. Great work, Richie. She was causing a problem for you guys, and Andrew did everything he could, so I decided to take one for the team. I mean, the cuddling wasn't bad, but the, the texting is killing me. At Richie's house later that night, Laird packs up as Richie writes him a check. I gotta say, no one has ever had my back like those two. You should have seen Lindsay stick up for me. Well, I still don't like her. She keeps calling me a male maid. That's what was offensive. Male maid. It's cleaning, man, right? I'm a professional housekeeper. Richie, why do you think I was offended? Richie freezes for a beat and then hands him the check. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Appreciate your hard work, Laird, uh, but if possible, I would love to go back to our normal cleaning time. I'll do my best, but my business is blowing up. And also, I now charge $20 more. What? Why? Lindsay gave me a raise. She said I keep America clean. So. As Richie sighs and picks up his pen, he notices Laird has Jen's big red purse, and it's stuffed with cleaning supplies. Oh my god, that's the bag. Yeah! My new client, Mona, didn't like it because it has a tear. So she gave it to me. That's stunning. At Taroni Restaurant the next night, at the bar, Richie and Lindsay reprimand Andrew. I can't believe you gave away my housekeeper. 
I can't believe you gave away my housekeeper. I can't believe the correct term is housekeeper. Is it possible he's wrong? Now he's never going to be available. I told you not to give him out. Don't worry, we're done with him now anyway. He's too expensive now. Don't you see? It's too late. The valve's already been open. His name's out there now. It's over. Richie's phone dings. He looks at it and shakes his head. Mona just texted me the donkey joke. Well, it's a classic. It's interesting because the three-legged donkey is unstable when it's missing that fourth leg. But we're actually at our best when it's just the three of us. We don't need the fourth leg to be happy. I don't totally get what you're saying, but I really, I love the feeling it's giving me. Mm -hmm. I'm saying this is how it should be. It's how it should be. And don't worry, Richie. When you're ready, we'll find her. There's a fourth out there who's perfect for us. As they head out, Lindsay grabs Richie's leather jacket from the hook below the bar and hands it to him. He looks at it. There's a tear in my jacket. And it dawns on them. You tore the purse. I tore the purse. All I know is that just because I scraped the door doesn't mean I replaced the whole Bentley. Now she gets yeah, it. Yeah, now she gets it. Oh my gosh, now I get it! Hey, should we start planning our next honeymoon? Too soon? Not soon enough. And as they head out of the restaurant, we fade to black. The end. Okay, I gotta believe you enjoyed that. I hope so. Come back next week to hear my three-way interview. I guess four-way. I was there too. With uh, Richie, Lindsay, and Andrew. We just really did have a blast. Dead Pilot Society is produced by me and my co-producer Ben Blacker and our associate producer Noah Findling. It is edited and mixed by Jordan Katz. Uh, our theme song is by Ted Leo. Sometimes I forget to throw that in there, but it's just so cool. Hey, if you like this show, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm telling you it helps even better, maybe, is to tell a friend about us. You can follow us on social media. Uh, we're on Twitter, Dead Pilots Pod, on Instagram at Dead Pilot Society. All right, until next time, I'm Andrew Reich. Thank you for listening. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.